They Them Project is an ongoing podcast interview and photo series giving gender nonconforming individuals a platform to be seen and heard while educating all who listen about gender diversity. Hello, my name is Brent Dundor. I'm a commercial photographer, I identify as cisgendered, and I use he, him, his pronouns. I began They Them Project to challenge my own ignorance on gender, and today I'm an activist producing this project with hope that all who listen will share these interviews celebrating the participants and helping to inform others. Hello to everyone listening. I'm very excited to introduce you all to Sam, uh, who happens to be with me here at St. Cloud Pride. Um, I don't know, it was probably at least six to, I don't know, nine months ago that someone had contacted me from this organization asking me to come down here and showcase the project through the gallery that I had produced before. Um, Sam, thank you for being here. Thank you. I always introduce myself giving people, uh, giving you and everyone else my pronouns so that people can see how easy it actually is to to give your pronouns and how that invites other people to do so. So Sam, my name is Brent Dundor. I'm a commercial photographer in Minneapolis and I produce the They Them Project. I identify as cisgender and I use he, him, his pronouns. I am Sam um, and I will um, either use uh, they, them or he, him pronouns. Um, and I identify as genderqueer. Okay. So the interview that we're doing right now is a bit impromptu. Uh, our mutual friend, Alicia, uh, she had, she was the person that originally contacted me to come here to St. Cloud. And then she was just saying that, uh, one of her friends actually, uh, listens to the, they, them, they, them project, um, and that you were kind of questioning if you wanted to do this. Why is that? Um, I was just super nervous. Um, I'm definitely a newbie to being they, them. Um, it's been a process for me, um, and so I felt like I didn't have enough experience to like be able to help other people, and so I had to like work through that, and that everybody's experiences matter. Yeah, and I, I think that it's 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 good for people to see that anyone that is trying to educate themselves on gender and gender nonconforming people. Uh, it's good to see the different uh, places that people can be in with all of that. So um, just to make sure that everyone understands what this project is, I started They Them Project to challenge my own ignorance on gender, documenting my journey to better understand and embrace people who are gender nonconforming. And I now do the project uh, in hope of educating everyone who listens that, and also offer a platform for uh, non-binary individuals to get their stories and um, voices heard. So hopefully we can uh, highlight something that you do. <laughs> um, it's also important for me to explain how important it is to share the project. So anyone that's listening to this that knows Sam or is hearing this project for the first time, remember that if you share this, then other people are going to listen to it as well. So share the project. So actually, do you have any questions for me before we start? Oh, no. I didn't think about that. I don't think so, but I'll probably have some eventually. Yeah, it, I, I always try to make it more of a conversation rather than just a Q&A. So please do just ask me questions if you have anything that you think of along the way. All right. So the question that I ask every single person is, would there ever be a time that you would be upset if someone asked you what pronouns you use? Absolutely not. Um, 
I have definitely found that it's a lot easier if somebody asks because then I know that they understand pronouns aren't always based on what you see. Um, especially growing up, I grew up in small town North Dakota, and so to talk about pronouns, everybody just kind of looks at you like, what do you mean there's other options? <laughs> um, and so when somebody asks pronouns, I feel a lot more comfortable to like, oh my gosh, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I go by they, them. Whew, that just took a weight off my shoulders. Uh -huh. And so it's definitely a lot easier to be asked than to have to gauge if you can tell or not. Um, I, I've started to hesitate to ask this question in this way. So tell me what you think about this question. Um, how much responsibility do you think should be put on others or for you to tell people your pronouns? You just, you were just talking about how that weight is taken off of your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Do you feel any responsibility to have to tell people? Um, I definitely do. Um, I think a lot of times I feel like that responsibility is placed on me, but I'm also very careful with safety. Um, I've had safety issues in the past, um, and so tend to gauge the room a little bit more to make sure that it's a safe environment for me to be able to let people know that I don't go by she or her pronouns. Um, and so as I feel more comfortable and get around people more, then I will like take the time to like, oh, hey, by the way, um, I use they, them pronouns, and this is kind of a little peep of my story so you understand why. Or, um, but generally, I think it's more on me than other people. So uh, I'm going to ask uh, just a couple questions about what you were talking about with safety. Um, and if you, if you, for any reason, don't want to talk about that, we don't have to. But I think it's good for people to understand what that means. Cisgendered people who haven't educated themselves on gender, they might be saying, why is it a big deal? Right? <laughs> yes, definitely. So why... Why is it not? Why is it a big deal? It's a big deal for you, but it also can. Um, it's hard, right? Um, it is. Um, so, like I said, I grew up in a small town in North Dakota um, and started questioning um, my gender and sexuality at a fairly young age. Um, and in my teen years, um, I actually kind of came out that I wasn't straight um, and got beat up um, in a school parking lot. Um, and then. Um, as I have come out in other situations and things have been threatened um, and have had to change my view on the world a little bit that not everybody is accepting as we hope that they are. Right. Um, so, yeah. Well, so there's, there's people through the project. Um, one of the last questions that I ask people is, do you have any advice for people? for youth or anyone else that is questioning their gender. And the, the one common thing, I mean, through these interver interviews, you realize how different people's stories are. Um, but the one common thing that people say is like, to be confident, to be proud of yourself, to be yourself. But then there's also about half of those people that say, but understand where it's safe. Um, so, I mean, that's that's, that's something that I hope that people think about. Like, it's not easy having to come out every time that you introduce yourself to somebody, you know? Yes, absolutely. Um, are there any instances where you currently use other pronouns? Um, yes. 
Um, I am in college right now, and so in a lot of my classes and stuff like that, um, I do use she, her um, just for, honestly, I'm not 100% sure why yet. Probably it started off as safety, and now it's just that I don't want to take the time to educate them because I'll be leaving in a few months. Um, but as a whole, they use um, she, her pronouns, except for the people who are close friends, and they use um, they, thems. So you said um, in classrooms. Yep. What, what do you go to school for? Um, I'm in school to be a vet tech. Okay. So has there been times in school where people do ask what pronouns you use? Definitely not. Um, and not to, we don't need to highlight a specific school or something like that, but like, yeah. um, have you been in any educational situation where that happens? Ultimately, I want you to be able to say where someone maybe did ask that question and what that meant to you. Um, well, so when I was going for... This, the degree I'm going for right now has been a change as I've grown and learned about myself. I was like, I'm in the wrong degree path. Um, so I used to go to school here at SCSU, and they have a huge LGBT center here that's actually a great center. Um, and I did a lot of outreach with them. And so when you meet people who come out of there, I started on campus um, before I even became a part of the LGBT center, and they'll they automatically on campus will just like, I'm so-and-so, and these are my pronouns. And yeah. I was like... Oh, yeah. I'm Sam, and these are my pronouns. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and so when you hang out with a lot of those people from there, they automatically do it. And it just, I don't know, it just makes you feel so much lighter. And even like talking about it, just like, oh, yeah. it gets you excited and makes it nice to be able to say who you are. Yeah. And I always try to, th like, again, come back to perspective of people who might not be thinking about this or might have not have taken the time, but... Um, I mean, you're literally giddy right now, just thinking about something like that that had happened in the past. So um, what we're talking about, it makes a difference to people. Um, was there, has there ever been a time you've considered using other pronouns other than they, them? Um, so when I first started um, understanding that I wasn't cis, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm transgender. I have to be transgender, so then I have to go by he, him pronouns, and I need to be the manliest man of all the men, and I need to grow a beard and wear all men's clothes and do the guy thing. And I did that for about a month <laughs> and went, I am not the manly man man. Um, and so then started doing a little bit more research and like looking at things and like the other possibilities other than just cis and transgender. Um, and was like, oh, you don't have to be one or the other. And so did some more research and then was like, I'm okay, I'm a they, them, got it. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was yeah. my fun little <laughs> journey. Um, how long, did you say how long you've been using they, them pronouns? Um, so I've been using they, them pronouns for about three years. Yeah. Um, and you had, you had said that you would describe your gender identity, uh, or you said that you were agender or what did you say? Gender, gender queer. queer. What does that represent to you? Um, for me, it kind of gives me the freedom to be whoever I am. Um, I've looked at a lot of the different, and I, that's everybody's thing, or whatever, but I looked at a lot of the different ones, and I started off um, as gender fluid, um, and as I looked at it, I felt like it was more of a, 
sometimes I'm a girl, sometimes I'm a guy. Um, and I didn't really have that. So I did some more looking and some digging. And for me, genderqueer kind of just covers that I can kind of be all over the place. And I'm just Sam. I like that. I'm just Sam. Sounds like a good book title or something. <laughs> 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 When when did you first started questioning gender? If you can give like a short gender journey for everyone. Oh my gosh. When did I first start questioning it? Um, I was probably about five or six the first time I remember questioning it. Um, and so my family, um, I had a cousin and they used to always call her princess and mija, uh, which is, I think it's Spanish for princess. Mm -hmm. Um, and I asked my mom one day, and I said, well, how come you don't call me Miha? And she's like, well, honey, because you're more of a bob, was her response. And I remember being at that age and just being like, okay, so I'm not quite the stereotypical girl. <laughs> um, and at first it made me feel really bad. I was like, okay, so I'm doing something wrong that my mom doesn't refer to me in that same language. Um, and then kind of just kind of grew into being more of the like, oh, well, I'm just going to be a tomboy then. Like, that's fine. I can do that. Um, and that lasted for most of my life until I got older and was like, I don't really like that term. Like, I'm 20 years old. I don't like somebody calling me a tomboy. Mm -hmm. um, and was able to spend more time and research it and figure out what gender really was. Can you give an example of when someone challenged your gender and how that made you feel? You can also describe a time when someone validated your gender and how that made you feel? I think, so a time that somebody challenged my gender, um, most of those stories go back to being in North Dakota. Um, went back to, went back home, um, and I'm fairly out at home. Most people know um, that I'm not cis and use they, them. And I had a person come up to me and tell me, you know, well, it's gonna be really hard not to call you she by looking at your body. And I was like, well, my gender isn't equated to my body. And like, you know, it's, it doesn't matter what I look like. Um, and he kept telling me that like, well, no, but looking at you, I'm gonna use she, her pronouns. Um, and so we, it ended up being probably a 45 minute debate on how what my body looks like doesn't say what the rest is, like what's going on in my head and what I feel like. And was able to kind of talk with him and I was like, well, probably use some words I shouldn't have, but I was like, well, your body looks like you're a jerk. Like, does that mean I can just call you a jerk? And he's like, well, I'm not a jerk. I'm a nice guy. And I was like, well, your body looks like a jerk. And so was kind of able to challenge that with him um, and back and forth. And we were actually able to walk away like on decent terms. He's like, I still don't understand what you're talking about. He's like, but fine, I'm willing to call you they them if you stop calling me a jerk. And I was like, that works for me. <laughs> And, but it was able to at least kind of have a, we were able to have a conversation about it. And I can tell like that he definitely had to think about it um, versus just like, this is who I am and this is the way I'm going to keep it. Um, I mean, and he probably still does not completely validate everybody, but it was, it was good to be able to have that conversation with him and start that journey. Cause I feel like it's not always just one person that like oh as soon as I've talked to you I've completely now understand pronouns but I was able to start that process with him and get him at least thinking about it so that the next person that comes along can mm -hmm. take it farther 
That was a long story. And, no, no, no. <laughs> well, that's what this is about. <laughs> you can tell long stories. Um, can you give a time when somebody uh, validated your gender? Um, I think the one that means the most to me was probably my grandmother. Um, my grandma is like 80 years old now, and she has been the one person who, no matter what, has always loved me. And so when I first came out to my grandma, she struggled with it um, and was probably about a month ago. Um, grandma actually called me Sam and used they them pronouns when they were there for this weekend. Um, and like I have also heard crying of just like how much she, as we've talked and she spent time with me and my partner and, and is beginning to understand uh, what pronouns mean and for her to accept that that gender and to call me Sam and to say, you know, they went out to mow the lawn. Yeah. And it was just, it was one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. You saying that your grandma used your name, Sam, but then to say that she also used they, like to connect those, like that's when it really... Uh, you can tell someone has paid attention and has made that change, right? Absolutely. Um, and it's it's powerful. I mean, I can I can see again in your face that what that means to you. Um, well, speaking of your grandma using Sam, I always like to highlight what names represent to people, and I kind of intro this every time that I talk about names about the fact that. Um, it wasn't until I started this project that I started to understand that what names represented to trans plus people. So, uh, have you always gone by Sam? How long have you been using Sam as your name? Um, I've actually used Sam as my name for quite a while. Um, but... I became more of a stickler about it probably about 10 years ago. So what does Sam represent to you? Um, for me, it just, it makes me comfortable. Um, so Sam is a derivative of my birth given name. Um, and they, I've always felt uncomfortable when somebody calls me my birth name. It, it just, Kind of like your skin crawling a little bit. Uh, and so Sam doesn't do that. It just made me feel comfortable of just like, oh, yeah, I'm Sam. Um, so, yeah, that's just kind of what it was for me. So if someone is having a hard time remembering your pronouns, your name, um, what suggestions do you have for that person who wants to be able to do this for you? Um, I would never be offended if you like, I forgot your name. What was your name again? Okay. Or, you know, that's, I'd much rather have people ask than just. Yeah, I like that. Uh, usually people will say, well, you can write things down. If, you, if you're really having a hard time, just write out their name, put it into a sentence, practice it, write it out. Um, but this, the first question that I always ask in this project to each person is, would there ever be a time that you would be upset if someone asked you your pronouns? Yeah. And then same thing could be with, with names. 
Um, there's never been a time when I've asked that question that someone didn't say, uh, no, (laughs) (laughs) that's what, like that, that would make my day every time someone does that. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a simple, good answer. Um, what can trans allies do to make the world a better place for trans and non-binary people? Oh, that's a hard question. (laughs) Other Um, than respecting their pronouns. Yes, that's definitely one of the biggest ones. Um, I think for me in my life, it's that it doesn't have to be a big deal. Um, Like, I don't want to be this person who like they're like oh my gosh I have a friend who's trans or I have a friend who is genderqueer or you know like I'm just your friend I'm just Sam yeah I'm not this big hoopla I don't want it to be a hoopla I'm like and I have a friend who for a while there every time they introduced me was like this is Sam and they're genderqueer or this is Sam and they're trans Uh and I was like they don't they don't need to know that about me every time I meet somebody right um and so they're just that to in a lot of ways treat us like everybody else that yeah. I'm just another friend I like that um, what advice would you have for parents who have children who might be questioning their gender talk to them um, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've seen. Um, I have a nephew who is 11 who is questioning his gender and stuff and to just be able to sit down and talk with him and listen to what he has to say and then we're able to help him research and like well is this the kind of stuff that's going on for you or is it this and to just be able to help him navigate that has been really cool and it's something that I definitely wish my parents would have done then I could have done a lot of the soul searching and figuring out that I'm doing now that I'm in my 20s when I was 13 or you know I like that idea of researching it together Mm -hmm. because um, I mean another common answer is that you should do that research that you should listen those two things are uh, the things you should do but I like that idea of like, well, let's let's figure this out. This is about you understanding yourself, but I can help you do that. You know, I, I, I haven't heard it as that yet. So I like that. Um, what advice would you have for your nephew? <laughs> to just keep doing what he's doing. Uh, he is. I don't know. He is absolutely himself everywhere he goes and he doesn't really care what other people have to say about it um and it's just it's really awesome to be able to see that um and he was probably one of the easiest persons people who accepted me when i started changing and coming out and you know because i was he used to call i'm basically um i don't know like one of his idols that he looks up to and he would call me you know, the name that he used before. And then his mom, like, one day just sat him down and was like, by the way, we're going to call them Sam now. And it's going to be they, them. And he was just like, okay. And accepted it like nothing. And completely took it. And then he lived with some kids who um, would make fun of him for, uh, he's got all the way down his back, blonde, be- beautiful, blonde, blonde hair. And they would make fun of him that boys have short hair. 
and he's like, well, I'm a boy and I have long hair, so boys can have long hair. Yeah. And like, it's just awesome. And he's just doing his own thing and doesn't care. Okay, so I also like to give people space to promote anything. You said that you are going to school for veterinary studies, right? Yeah, I'm a vet tech. Vet tech. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to promote, but otherwise maybe talk about that and maybe somehow related to, to gender, but like <laughs> what you, uh, what, what do you, like you go into a room or someone comes into the room to, to talk with you about their pet. How does, how do you think gender is going to play into that? Um, it, I've actually found that it really does. Um, most vet techs out there are female. Um, there are some males, but it's much less. It's kind of like a nursing field, um, but it's with animals. And the way that people I've, I've watched, um, so there are three boys in our program of 63 people, um, and watched people the way they interact with females when they come in and with males when they come in. Um, and to be able to work on some of that with some people has actually been kind of we, so we talk about that in our classes. Um, so we kind of do a like psychology spinoff because we have to work with grieving people and all oh, that yeah. stuff and like how to do all that stuff. Um, and gender is one of the things that we talk about in there is because actually when they um, are going to euthanize an animal, if they've been working with a male vet tech, um, a lot of times they'll switch them out for a female um, because... Wow because a female quote unquote is more genuine or more calming uh, when you're grieving and so we've been able to kind of talk about that and look at that and like well that's not necessarily a gender thing it's a it's a person thing like if you're a calm sweet person you're going to be calm and sweet helping this person you know with their grieving of their animal and so that's one of the things that we've worked with and actually in our classes now we have somebody one of the guys is somebody who works with our um end of life project at school and before they couldn't and so now that we've talked about it more it's able to happen um is there anything else you would want to say to anyone listening keep listening i think this is an awesome program awesome project and that's really helpful share it with everybody you know because it's helpful all right so everyone who has been listening use the website theythemproject.org and click the share links that are provided on the home page and each person's interview it takes about two seconds but it makes a huge difference thank you all for listening